Hi, and welcome to the Therapy in a Nutshell podcast. I'm Emma McAdam, a licensed marriage and family therapist, and it's my mission to create easy to understand educational content about therapeutic skills and topics that anyone can use in their daily life. Stay tuned till the end of the video to learn more about my mental health courses, discounts, and other news related to Therapy in a Nutshell. I hope you enjoy the episode. Each podcast episode comes from a corresponding video you can find on the Therapy in a Nutshell YouTube channel. Also, these podcasts are educational and don't replace the advice or direction you may be receiving from a therapist or other health professional. All right, let's jump in. Do you ever have an intense emotional reaction that just seems disproportionate to the situation? Or do some little things set you off or you can't figure out why you're upset? Maybe you feel anxious or like this flash of anger or an unexplainable feeling of fear. Or maybe you experience this like feeling of shut down, like where you just feel exhausted or like withdrawing, curling up into a ball, right? When we can't figure out where these feelings are coming from, sometimes these feelings are related to childhood trauma or unresolved painful experiences from our past. Trauma changes our nervous system to make us super sensitive to situations that in any way remind us of the pain or danger of our past trauma. And this is supposed to help us, right? Like we're supposed to be able to identify dangerous situations very quickly and respond to them very quickly. But when we can't identify what's underneath those emotions, we often feel out of control in our own body. So in this video, you'll learn seven journaling prompts to help you explore how big emotions might be related to past trauma. And you'll hear about a man whose fear of flying mostly went away when he did this work. So let's get better at feeling. Okay, let me tell you the story of a man who walked through these questions with a therapist and it changed his life. Mike was terrified of flying, and because he refused to fly, his family couldn't do the vacations he, that they wanted to do, and he couldn't take a promotion that he wanted that required travel. So his wife eventually asked him to see a therapist, so he did. His therapist asked him to describe what it felt like when he had to fly in an airplane, and he said it made him feel anxious and panicky and just out of control. He, he told the story about how once he'd even demanded to be let off the plane, like right as they were closing the doors. When the therapist asked him where he felt this in his body, he said that he felt like anxious, like his arms and hands were jittery and tense. He said that he felt sweaty and he felt like he just needed to do something like this, this urge to act. He couldn't just sit there. So then they explored when he remembered feeling these sensations and he saw this image of himself as a 12 year old boy he described feeling like helpless, panicked, and he couldn't remember why. His therapist didn't say much, and she just let him sit with that feeling for a minute. So the man just sat there, and he thought about how he felt as a 12-year-old. And suddenly he remembered that that was the year when his dad left the family. And when he left, he handed Mike, as a 12-year-old boy, a checkbook. And he said, you know your mom is incompetent at handling money. I've written down all the bills that need to be paid, and it's your job to make sure that they get paid. And Mike realized when he was 12, had been put in this position where all the adults who were supposed to be in control couldn't be trusted. And the therapist asked, you know, can you see any connection to what that has to do with flying? 
And Mike said, yeah, actually, I am terrified of trusting adults to keep me safe. I feel like I have to keep myself safe. And when I'm on a plane, I actually have to, you know, trust the pilots and the flight attendants. So as he and his therapist continued to discuss and explore these fears, he was able to identify them and see what these feelings were really about. He was able to also see himself as an adult now and realize that the pilots were not the same as his parents. They were actually competent and trustworthy. He also saw himself differently. He wasn't that child anymore. He was a capable adult. So as he did this work, his, his fears of flying decreased immensely and he was able to start traveling again for, for work and for fun. Okay, so sometimes big emotions seem to come out of the blue, right? You're walking down the street and suddenly you feel scared or jumpy or your child is rude to you and you snap at him or your boss says something and it just like fills you with this overwhelming heaviness. And usually you don't even know why. And that's because a lot of times these big feelings we have in the present moment, they're connected to deep emotional memories, sometimes of trauma. And these memories are stored beneath our consciousness, right? They're stored in our limbic system, in the emotional centers of our brain, and they're also in our nervous system. And they're meant to help us react quickly to escape a physical danger, like a snake or a physical attack. But sometimes they get triggered even when we're actually safe. Now, Larry Chelsea tells a story of when he was at a restaurant with an old friend and the waiter brought a dish to the table and all of a sudden his friend was jumping up and screaming at the waiter and screaming about how terrible the restaurant was and, you know, his friend stormed out. Now, Larry, his family, the waiter, everyone in that restaurant were all just like stunned. They sat there confused. They couldn't figure out what had caused this. Well, Larry and his friend were both veterans of the Vietnam War and they'd spent years being tortured at a prison camp. Larry realized that before bringing them their meal, the waiter had just brought them a dish of white rice and rice was the only food they'd eaten for years in the prison camp. So that rice brought up all those old emotions of being trapped and helpless as a POW. And those emotions really had nothing to do with the restaurant or the rice. They were all these kind of emotional ruts of unhealed trauma. So many of our current feelings are actually about old unresolved trauma. Now, trauma can be defined as an experience that's too overwhelming for us to process. And where did we experience so many emotions and situations that were so big and so overwhelming? Childhood, right? So often those big unexplained feelings are about your inner child, not your current adult. And when, when we can acknowledge that, right, we can acknowledge that inner child with compassion and with gentleness, our current adult can heal. Now, just to be clear, we don't fix the past, right? We don't change the past. The reason we do this work is because the emotional difficulty is right here in the present in our nervous system. Bessel van der Kolk, who's the author of The Body Keeps the Score says, trauma treatment is not about telling stories about the past. As long as you can tolerate what's going on right now, there's no need for any further treatment. So we explore the past to gain awareness and compassion of our emotions in the present moment. The change we make happens to our emotional experience. It happens right here in the present. Okay, so let's talk about some journaling prompts you can use to explore if what you're feeling currently is a trauma trigger. Now, Real quick caveat before I tell you the questions to ask, I do want to remind you that doing any kind of trauma work can be really triggering. It can lead to dissociation or really intense and heavy feelings. And that's why it's best done with a licensed professional 
who can guide you through building resources to stay in your window of tolerance and help you stay regulated as you work through your stuff. But I also understand that not everyone can access a therapist and many people have gone through more trauma than they can process in just one hour a week. So not processing trauma can also lead to triggers and flashbacks and dissociation. So that's why I teach this stuff on the internet. But I do wanna encourage you like, please like work with a therapist whenever possible. Be really gentle with yourself and, and just go really slow. If you're starting to feel overwhelmed, like take a little break and then come back to it. One of the biggest mistakes people who've experienced trauma um, do when they start to do this work is that they try to rush through it and do it as fast as possible. And that ends up kind of re-traumatizing them because their nervous system response is so, so big. So I'm just gonna encourage you like go really, really slow and get as much support as possible. Um, use grounding skills, uh, get support from a friend or family member. And if it's too overwhelming, like please stop and get help before continuing. So, okay, let's just do a quick grounding exercise before we talk about these journaling prompts. So just take a really slow breath and notice your surroundings. Notice that you are here in the present moment and that you are safe at this time. And then before you write, I'm gonna encourage you, you know, to consider sitting down with some comforting objects, right? Some calming music, a cup of hot cocoa. And the other thing I would encourage you to do is as you do this journaling, um, I encourage you to write it on paper instead of typing, because again, that forces you to slow it down and kind of process as you go. It also makes things like more concrete, which makes them more resolvable. Okay, so here are six questions you can ask yourself. And this is adapted from Margaret Warrenberg's 10 Best Treatments for Anxiety. Question number one, what do you feel in your body? And then describe that. Number two, what is the earliest age you remember feeling these sensations? Number three is, can you create an image of yourself feeling these sensations? Even if it's just like a little snapshot, what, what else were you doing or might you have been doing when you were feeling this way? And then next, who else might have been there? And then is the current situation in any way similar? And then clarify, are these old feelings accurate for the current situation? So again, I want you to go through these slowly as you journal and just remember, take a slow breath. Notice your surroundings, look around you. Remind yourself that you're safe enough right here and right now. And, and again, I wanna emphasize like not all of the emotions we have right now stem from some unresolved trauma. Like a lot of emotions have to do with, with, with what's going on biologically or how we're thinking, how we're interpreting situations. But when our emotions are super disproportionate, when they're a lot bigger than a current situation, a lot of those interpretations stem from our experiences in the past where we felt unsafe. And when we reprocess those experiences from a state of safety as an adult with our resources and as we write about them, we can reinterpret them from a place of confidence and safety and create healing. And probably in the long run, we can become less emotionally reactive. I hope that helps. And if you'd like to learn more grounding skills and how to regulate your nervous system, please check out my free course. Uh, it's called Grounding Skills for Anxiety and PTSD. So. Thank you for watching and take care. 
If you want to learn more about topics like how to process tough emotions, how to change your brain, how to build better relationships, or support someone you know with a mental illness, then check out my classes at therapyinanutshell.com. And if you feel like these podcasts have been a benefit to you, please leave a rating so others can more easily find this content. Thank you so much and have a great day.